you know how we recorded um at Barnes and Noble with the voice recorder that I had? Yeah. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I just record my own. My we're on the phone together, but my recorder is just recording me, and then whatever you have is recording you. And then once the editing takes place, all you do is you mix or you combine the two files together. Do does that method need a? If we were to go that method, would we need a an audio? Uh, what is it called? Like a, a mixer or anything like that? I'm trying to remember. Because you know how we're doing by USB, but those, yeah. like you know, if you want to control the volume, all those other like the fancy way, basically. From what, yeah, from what I saw, it looked like the guy that was doing the tutorial. It looked it looked just like a Raj band. I could be wrong though. Oh, by the way, I bought a. Well, my mom gave me money, but my mommy gave me money, so I'm buying a two terabyte external hard drive. Oh, nice! So I ran out of space. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, I. Uh... I've got our like wedding pictures. I got our our podcast, both audio and and then the ones uploading to YouTube, and then yeah, just a bunch of pictures and it's only eight gigabyte eight gigabytes. And I uh, since I was trying to since I've been trying to work with with um, what's his name Miguel on on his projects and help help him with that and get into the more videographer videography. Uh, I wanted to download Premiere, so I got that. But I was trying to get the free trial, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready <laughs> to pay for that yet. So I'm gonna wait a little bit. So the plan is to wait until things cool down here on the COVID nineteen operation. COVID nineteen. Jeez. Yeah. Plus, we're moving. Oh yeah, right. We're moving next month on like the twelfth, I think, or thirteenth of April. So we're in that process of getting everything squared away, and then uh, you know we've already got the 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 green light for our apartment in terms of like moving halfway in the month. And then, yeah. um, oh, this is the spare room, by the way. I've I've got to show you something. So if I put the light right on me, I don't know if you can see that. So if I put it right on me, it's weird. It goes dark all around me. But as soon as I put my head down, it goes bright. Are you dark? Are you are you on your Mac? Yeah. Hmm. How does it qual it doesn't look that great, huh? I feel like your your video looks way better. So do I look more ominous this way, or should I throw the light back up? This looks more yeah, it looks more official, but this does. Yeah, really. I okay. can see your face more. I get yeah, like it puts away the background, but I can see your face more clearly. Okay, I was I was a little weirded out by the dark the dark background, but if you hey if you're okay with it, uh, yeah. so yeah, so there's, so there's just like all these things that are happening. So, I think that we. It's interesting all of our different um, mishaps. Like, 
I wouldn't consider this a mishap necessarily, but I would consider an, uh, a different, like you're, you're doing research on, oh, I lost you. There you are. Like you're doing research on how to, how to do it by like, um, I forgot you were, like how you would say that, the digital. Audio, audio. audio thing. Yeah, so mixing those files. So that's interesting. I think we're, there's a lot of learnings that we've, we've run into yeah as of like the last two months yeah i didn't i didn't think i was gonna get that many options and i'm sure there's more but i thought okay what could we do like just kind of a last minute type of deal and uh i think i thought that one was like i'm like okay i think we could do that one the audio mix and that shouldn't be too i mean I, I know you'd have to look into um Garage band, see if that, you know, that enables UX to do or to add a file, I should say. Right. Because remember how you added, um, you added Jacob's intro and then you added the, the audio, the music intro? I would imagine that it's something similar to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably a copy and paste. Into yeah, the main original file. Because I know, I know for. Remember when when I had mine, I had to convert the files. To into MP, MP three or MP four. Your um. I remember. But your voice recorder. From the from the voice recorder, yeah. Remember, I had to convert it so. I was like, okay, well, that's an option. At least we can we can explore, I guess. Because this actually sounds pretty good. I don't know how I how I sound to you, but you sound like pretty clear. You always sound terrible, so it's all good. Ah. <laughs> no, like you're 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 crystal clear in the ears. Yeah, because I know for the what was it? one of the tips was. For for the audio, for the digital recorder, the mixer. I'm not mixing terms now. But the the first option with the where you plug in the phone directly to <clears throat> excuse me the phone directly to the digital recorder. Mm -hmm. I know some of the options were saying or some of the tips saying it's going to be better if you can hear each other. Each other, how we. <clears throat> Kind of how we were talking about having the headphones for the podcast. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what these people were alluding to, too, that you're better off if you can both hear each other during the conversation of the phone call. So yeah. that's another one, too. It doesn't, it doesn't make a big difference, that's for sure. Yeah. So. Because, uh, like, right now I can't, I can't hear myself, right? Like, I don't think you can hear yourself. Yeah. No, just by the regular, you hear your voice yeah. way. Yeah. Can you tell I'm laying down? No. Nice. I'm still, I'm still trying to, I like sitting on the bed. I'm trying to find like a good spot to, to get comfortable in, but uh, I'm trying. Yeah, with this, with this external hard drive, it's going to open up a whole new world for us. Well, especially if you have the the GoPro. I was just gonna say, if you have the GoPro, that's gonna 
yeah, you're going to be able to do a lot with that. Because everything, everything has been like step by step. We had yeah. we had a mic. We one were, mic. One mic. One opportunity. And and then we had two mics. Well, actually, you went from one to three. No, we went one from two. So we had two opportunities. We didn't seize the moment. Or what? How do you say it? We didn't. We seized the moment. I can't. Yeah, I think that's how the song goes. One shot, one opportunity to let the whole world know that he's a illest rapper. A lot. I don't know. So we went from one mic to two mics, and then your dad was gracious enough to get us a third mic. That allowed us to. Okay, so one mic it was just you and I. We were just kind of like bam, 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 bam. You know, just kind of figuring things out, kind of getting the cadence down, the back and forth, when to stop, when to start, how to keep ideas moving forward, basically. Then we're able to get the first guest, uh, Pastor Eliseo. And I messed up on the, or, yeah, the sound wasn't as clean as we were hoping just because of the, what is that called now? The mixer? The little, the little the guy that, that picks oh, up the, the, the gain. The gain was low, so didn't get his voice. So we learned from that, and then we lost Jacob, or I lost Jacob's audio because I didn't properly label or name the files because it overrid one over the other. Yeah. And now we're dabbling in the Zoom video conferencing. Oh, no. Uh, before that, we got to the GoPro, which <laughs> that was I was going to get into is that got the GoPro. Now all I got to do is attach an external microphone to it to be able to get better crystal crystal what <laughs> to get a good crystal i just want to get i just want to get, <laughs> gotta get that good crystal no um i i don't know something you just something you said in doing this i guess triggered or reminded me of uh you know that that video that's circulating in the internet right now as far as uh celebrities singing Oh, oh yeah, what's that dumb song? Imagine. Imagine? Okay, so I I caught it because of Will Sasso. I don't know if you've seen his Instagram. <laughs> I don't know what you said. You said something about crystals. Yeah, yeah, like so okay. mic to get it. Oh, okay, yeah, because of the mic. So, so Will Sasso, he edited that clip, I guess. Of, of Gail or what was it Gal Gadot and so he he added uh <laughs> it's so funny dude he added Arnold Schwarzenegger in the middle of it with mm-hmm. his donkeys uh-huh. have you seen those uh-huh. <laughs> and he like imitates him like getting the song wrong and like starting he starts to describe his backyard and the swimming pool <laughs> That's like because you said recording. You're talking about talking about mixing, and I was like, "Oh, like who else has done this?" Oh, Will Sasso. Like the sorry, I know that's going off tangent, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll send it to you. It's super funny though, because I'm like, man, they're getting a lot of hate for for that song or for that video, but I just thought it was so funny. They do that so many. They they love doing that. Have you seen all those other videos? They're like, 
We need to stop violence. We need to stop hunger. I stand for those who go hungry. <laughs> Did you see the ones for uh, the CNN headline with Sean Penn? Because <laughs> he's being interviewed about the coronavirus. And like the on the CNN like headline on the on the what is it? I don't even know what's called the infographic. It says Sean Sean Penn like this is a crisis for humanity or whatever. But like I think it was Babylon B or somebody. They their headline was CNN calls an expert on how to handle an epidemic <laughs> or <a> pandemic. <laughs> no, but yeah, there's something about that. Um, at least for most people, right? That's what it seems like. They just can't, they can't stomach like a celebrity who's doing fine right now, I'm assuming, right? Most of these people are doing fine. How it's like, oh yeah, they're going to survive just fine. Like having to be quarantined for, you know. On their big old mansions and their theater and. (laughs) It's crazy because, or not as crazy, but it's, it's all this lip service they do at the award shows and all these little videos they do. And then zero, zero effort on, on the financial part of it. At least as far as I could tell, it's like if they're doing anything, it'll be great to know that part of it versus like, we need to send out these signals of we stand for the disenfranchised rather than like, Hey, go, go support this this cause because you know we, we've been working blah 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 it's yeah, like you, it's, you would rather hear that than right yeah because it's like oh hey we're just like you guys we're suffering too over here and we're stuck at home but it's like no it's not the, not the same you got your five six rooms you can go to yeah anyway sorry i, I not got on a rant but It's so funny. Hey, that's how life. That's how life works, right? Yeah, and like, I don't know how accurate those numbers were that I that I shared with you and and Elise. But I'm like, I'm sure no one's gonna be talking about this if if those numbers are accurate as far as like the number of new cases being, you know decreased but i'm i mean there's a lot of factors i know um there's probably less testing maybe over the weekend or uh, there's not as many kits available or what have you but i just thought that was interesting i'm like yeah no one's gonna say this right now (laughs) so funny well, let's hope that it's true, and let's hope that, I mean, there's been a huge, obviously, with the testing and all that, the numbers have been just yeah, skyrocketing. The deaths, uh, there was the most deaths, I think, in the last 24 hours. Yeah. So let's, um, let's hope things are starting to slow down, despite that happening. It's definitely not a uh, pretty picture. Although it was funny, I was talking to Monica today that I'm like, let's just, let's, once this like 15 day quarantine or uh, stop the virus um, 
what is a campaign <clears throat> once that's over then to me i'm like let's just go let's get this economy back going let's get people back right. to their jobs let's get businesses open again like let's not i mean you got to balance that with with the livelihood of you know workers and and business owners and all that you know so that's that's the challenge but i'm i'm more at least today i felt it as though we needed just once that 15 days up let's just go especially with some of the things that we were talking about over text and just how there's there's like a, this crippling effect this virus has had on the american economy the u.s economy and probably the economy is worldwide and i don't know how we can combat that other than just like getting people back to work opening up businesses and yeah the the funds and the stimulus plan or stimulus plan or whatever they're trying to put together the and and you know the senate and, and or first the um, house and then the senate i think that's already been signed i know there was initial funds right uh, I believe so, but I know today the Democrats stopped the two billion. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's two going billion to, stimulus package. Yeah, it's going to the businesses. Well, they're saying that's going to go to stock buybacks or buyback stocks or whatever that is. That's what that's what they're afraid of. That companies buying back their stock. Yeah, which would be terrible. Wouldn't do anything. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. We just gotta get people back to work. It's the only way. Yeah. But of course that's that's in 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 keeping in mind with obviously the health of, of everyone, but also keeping in mind the discussions we're the discussions that we're having. Oops, I gotta burp. Do you hear that? That rumbles? No. Okay, good. But yeah, I just, there's this, maybe I'm getting a little antsy. That makes sense. But being home all day is, is I don't know. Did you go to work? Like, you go to work, right? So yeah. Your work building, work site. Being yeah. home all day is very interesting. It, like, the days go by so much faster. And I feel like, you know, I've been watching all these YouTube videos of YouTubers. And, you know, they spend their whole day doing vlogs or other things, how to's and you've been watching videos of journalists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of, of... Hey, have we shown Eliseo that video? Which one? Have we, sh have we shown him that video? Which one? About the, about the, this is outrageous. Where are the armed men? I try to show him, uh, after a Bible study, but I think he was distracted. I don't know if I don't know, maybe he's seen it already. So he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this." Oh okay. No, but to to your point about um, people getting back to work or the economy picking back up again. Honestly, I I do hope that uh, we learn our lesson. Maybe not as maybe not the government. Maybe not um, business per se. Right. But I do hope as consumers that we realize, oh, yeah. like, hey, we don't want um, we don't want medical supplies and medications coming in 
from China this much or at this rate. We don't need, you know, we don't need to have this kind of dependency on a foreign country or not even a foreign, I wouldn't even say a foreign country at this point. I would just say a foreign regime, right? A foreign, foreign government. Like we're, we're really seeing the fruits of, of a communist country, what, what it, what it brings about or what are the risks that behind it, behind partnering with somebody or I should say a, a group, you know, that suppresses truth, suppresses uh, freedom. So I do hope, like you're saying, like people are going to be in need of, we are going to be in need of jobs, but hopefully like this stirs something within the market as far as like, okay, we do need to have more, uh, what is it? The, PPEs and you know different different um, disaster preparedness you know, equipment that at least for the next one coming because it I mean there's no way that there's I, I'm just I don't know I guess I'm just fascinated where I'm like I'm realizing I'm like yeah like how does this not happen more often yeah. because of how connected the world is at this point it's it's excuse me it's interesting in that I was going through, was it today or yesterday? Might have been yesterday. Probably was yesterday. I was going through the story of Joseph and how he ended up, you know, with the whole dream interpretation and, and his gift with that. But just seeing how, you know, the corn was stockpiled for the seven years of famine. And I know Grace had brought that up last Wednesday, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to like actually go through it in in light of what's happening now with the with coronavirus and all the things that you're talking about, PPEs, ventilators, whatever other equipment that's needed right now that we don't have readily available and how we're so reliant on foreign regimes or, you know, opposing political parties. Yeah. And and oppo- opposing well, I mean, they, it's countries. just like it's just scary because, like, China, yeah, they oppose our, I guess to say, but to put it one way, they oppose our views, but they also oppose or they oppress their own people. Mm-hmm. So, like, like you were saying, the people, the celebrities, right, that are they're for the hungry, they're for you know people that are are victims or oppressed or what have you. It's like, well just look at China. Like, do we really want to say, yeah, we're against these human rights violations and then be in partnership with a company or a company, a country that is so blatantly, you know, anti-human rights. Yeah. I mean, Um, I was listening to, uh, Eric Weinstein's podcast, the portal. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that one yet or any of his, episodes but today he was not not recently okay yeah so today he was talking to or i don't know it was out today or yesterday or whenever it was this past few days he was talking to i think his name is let me get it right james o'keefe he's with project veritas Hmm. have you seen those videos about the hot mic with the abc anchor woman yes what have you. So there's a bunch of like different Bernie Sanders um, campaign manager, yeah. all these different individuals. So he's talking to him about 
how journalism is dead and that there's this mainstream bias towards basically like the media is in bed with the political parties. So in order for them to get the information they need, the media, the media uh, elites or people who are in charge of running the CEOs or the presidents, whom, whomever they are, has to make sure the information is delivered in a certain way so they can continue being fed information. So instead of it being like this hard-hitting journalism where you're going after the truth and they had mentioned a few other like tactics. So, you know, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, they, they rely heavily on like the hot mics or, you know, secret footage. They go to like the bars and different places that they find all this footage from or video audio from. And he had mentioned there are examples of journalists doing the same where I forget it was like in Chicago or something. They, uh, a newspaper bought a bar and it was run by the, the employees of this, of this newspaper just so they can get information on like the senators and the council uh, council members. And there's like cameras and all these different things. They got sued and then they decided, you know what, we cannot do this again because it's not even, you know, it's going to hurt the pocket. It's going to hurt the bottom line. So they stopped doing it. And so over time it just got to a point of like, you know, it's not even, it's not even a, a smart economic decision or a financial decision. So we better, we better just like abide by kind of like just putting enough information out there without doing what's necessary to bring out the truth that some of the things that we've mentioned, like we've had discussions about. So it was cool to like hear because Eric Weinstein is trying to relate to him. And it took like the whole episode almost to say that, yes, like I agree that what you're doing is very valuable, but I would like for you to, consider the identity of those who are in those clips by blurring that their faces or doing something that shows some sort of you know um how do you say it not remorse necessarily but like there's some some deliberation happening because he's like if if there's a video that goes out and has project veritas in you know it always has in like the little portion right there in the video if it has it there and I go to my friends and they say, hey, like, this is this is outstanding. Like, this is great. You should look at this. And they're going to go and say, I don't know. Like, that's Project Veritas. It's probably not even true. It's probably been, um, like, chopped up or manipulated in some way. So you're trying to say, like, you're doing something great. But, like, just think about how you're delivering it. And so it, it took almost the whole episode. They've gotten to feel the things, like, on the periphery. So it's a kind of, like, Eric to drive home this point of because he had brought up the uh, member that um, was a dateline they it was the um, like the pedophilia or the where they would like entrap them in a sense oh uh, I forgot Chris, yeah it was NBC's dateline Chris Chris something or Mark Wallace or Chris Wallace something like that yeah I remember that was a big deal back what, like 15 years ago? Yeah. So he was trying to use that to drive home his point also. And so it, it was really, it's, it's been really interesting. There's only like 15 minutes left in this one. But a lot of it has, has to be, a, you know. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Because I, yeah, I mean, 
at some point they have to draw the line, right? And like have somewhat of a of a journalistic integrity. Mm-hmm. People that they interview, people that they talk to, people that like you say like they're exposing or they're uncovering. I mean, it, this whole with this whole pandemic, like. I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked that more and more people are realizing like, well, wait a minute. Like, like Eliseo too. He's like, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but there's a lot of weird things that are going on that hopefully like people are beginning to realize like, yeah, like there's, there's enemies foreign and domestic of the United States. Right. You know, whether, whether you think that's a congressman or a political party or uh, mainstream media, like with everything that we've seen, everything that's that's happened in the last what few weeks, it sure looks like it. Like, yeah, China's not China's pretty ruthless. The Chinese government, I should say, is pretty it's pretty ruthless and like I said, they don't even care about their own people, so I think that's an important distinction when it comes to government versus its citizenry, is how you say it? citizenry? Yeah. Citizenry. Because obviously, these are, you know, quote, unquote, elected officials, at least as far as, you know, the U.S. goes, there's, you know, obviously some debate about how that how that happens and the influence and whom they're backed up by, who they're, who, whose pocket they're in. But, you know, you have the government that essentially runs and operates the, you know, stay-at-home orders for the states and then you have the federal government that can you know what is it called um what is it called when you when you use the the fema they they keep saying this word to like martial law to use like to to start it to actually use it to invoke oh to invoke invoking like federal invoking federal mandates or invoking federal yeah, like they like you invoke the whatever article blah 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 to use FEMA or whatever the case may be, for yeah. the, depending on the circumstance. So you have the the power of the government, and then you know there's a balance between that and what the rights of the citizen are, and you know you have in California where we live, and you have it where now if you are out and about, you could potentially be charged with a misdemeanor but if you were to rob or steal up to like a certain point like it's not a misdemeanor or right. if I, I think i got that right yeah no yeah like that's... san francisco or there's other places where things are happening and it's not so you, I, I i could there's a lot of frustration <laughs> the way this the way this things happen yeah uh was it was james woods you, and I thought it was the same video, but maybe not. People going into a, I think it was like a CVS or a Walgreens, and they're just going to like mm-hmm. the medicine aisle, and they're just getting in, you know, stuff from the shelves, and they're putting it in their shopping bags, and they just walk out like, like it's nothing. It's a problem, that's for sure. Oh, I was going to mention too that a lot of things. What what I what. what what I was reminded of is is that I that idea of like what we battle against is not uh, what is it flesh and blood, but against principalities. 
-hmm. So that came to mind because obviously, you know, thinking about the conversation on the podcast, thinking about some of the conversation conversations we've had over text, uh, I had conversation earlier or listening to someone say that, you know, there's issues that are having happening with child protective services. There's, there's, problems left and right so there's there's a lot to be critical of and there's a lot to be skeptical skeptical of but i think we're only bridging the surface because i think that's why it's important to me like i keep thinking about the impact scripture has had in my perspective on things you know obviously with the lens the initial lens that i have was like jordan peterson and his his take on things and like using Jung and Freud and all these different psychologists, but actually like studying it and having conversations with you and everyone else like has really illuminated. So when thinking about these things, it's like, okay, now you have something to map on to our actual, uh, what is it to map on to our actual like experiences that that are that are happening today and it's just like the discussion we had on sunday about prayer and you know the impacts that that has and how can literally change the what was it the the air or the atmosphere in the room and it was funny how monica noticed this that when he said that satan operates by air or is the king through through the air and she's like, oh, isn't that how the coronavirus is spread too? Like through the air? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. You know, like there's these, there's these parallels, there's these little, um, what is it? Alignments that happen out in the world by, again, like these principalities that are, that are operating. We don't know what the intentions of, of everyone's hearts are, their imaginations. I was say, yeah, have you have you picked up on Trump and Pence talking about how we're fighting an invisible enemy? Mm-hmm. An invisible force? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it totally like it brings that to the to mind. Like there's something else going on uh spiritually speaking. I know we can talk about it like you know, within microbiology, but there really is something as far as, you know, being a believer is concerned, like there is something happening in the spiritual world first that we're seeing play out in the physical world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I have it here somewhere written down. Oh, I was just mentioning that, but yeah, I don't know if you had more on that. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, like, Fear is definitely a powerful driving force. It, it's it definitely, um, like for me, what comes to mind is where it's where it says that, um, like you said previously, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that came, to, yeah, another one that came to mind was. Um, I just had it through my tongue. I just lost it. 
Oh, the one that the one that says bringing down stronghold. Uh, bringing oh, every, bringing yeah, bringing bringing every thought or imagination oh, yeah. captive to the to the what is it to the obedience of Christ. You know where it is. Don't know. That's Second uh, Corinthians. Second Corinthians. I think so. Not Chronicles. No. Hold on. Let me see if I if I can look it up. What do I? Oh, wait, I think I got it. I don't know why I'm thinking St. Corinthians 8. Hmm. Oh, I, I found it. St. Corinthians 10. Hmm. It's, uh, this is the King James Version, so it's going to sound really weird. 10 <laughs> uh, 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do you look on things after the outward appearance? Any man trust to himself, and that is, that he is in Christ. Let him of himself think this again, that as he is of Christ, even so are we of Christ, or we Christ. So, and it goes into, For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification, and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed. It even goes into like authority and like how that's crazy. I didn't even think of it in that on those terms, I guess. It's interesting. So if the battle is not against flesh and blood, but there's a lot of uh scripture that, that deals with you know, um who was it? Gosh, I forgot. That that said that I do what I don't want to do and I do what I and I don't do what I want. Yeah. So there's there is the 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 sin of the flesh. So how does that work then? If there is sin that we commit in the flesh. Yeah, cuz I think context, right? I mean, the context yeah. of what it's talking about. So because the way I've heard it, the way I've heard it um, broken down again, going back to um, things happen in the spiritual realm first, and then they and then they uh, come to fruition or come to life or come to fruit in the physical. So when it's talking about the flesh, what it's alluding to is like the old man. Hmm. Like there's still there's still spiritual qualities to that. In terms of like 
for example, you know, it says lean not on your own understanding. So you could, the way you could put it that, the way you can put that um, is our understanding is our earthly understanding or our earthly mentality or earthly application, which is Scientific. rooted in the, yeah, it's like it's rooted in the flesh. It's rooted in the natural world. And then it continues and it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Right? So God is being, a, God is a spirit. God is a spiritual. So in other words, like what it's saying is, in, in essence, forego the earthly mentality or forego your own understanding, your own. Oh your own strength so to speak or go that portion of like you said like the physical the flesh versus the spirit where remember how Eliseo was saying that in the garden he believes that they had like spiritual eyes or that they had like their heavenly body the, yeah like they were in the flesh but they were also able to because they were they were still in the garden. They were still, they were able to tap into their spiritual senses, so to speak. Spiritual eyes, spiritual ears. And so that's what they were, um, that were that's what they were leaning on. Mm -hmm. You know, because they, they had more senses. So like the physical, the physical application of sight, the physical application of sound, of, of touch. Like that wasn't that was there, but that wasn't like their main driving force, so to speak. Yeah. So, so when it says that we do not battle against flesh and blood, what it is saying is that, like, um, everything was made. I forget. It's like in John or Mark or one of those. It says that everything that was made was not seen. Or I forget how it said. I think Basically, like it's it's saying what it was saying is that everything that was made in the physical world was made from the invisible world, essentially. Yeah. Um, forget where that was. So then, if if this is. You know, it's this idea that there are forces, un, there are unforced, unforced, unseen forces that are in our imagination. So it's like the 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 word that comes from God is that seed. I forget where I saw that, but it does state that in in scripture as well that the word of God is a seed, and so then. It goes to the parables of Christ and it and it talks about where the seed lands depending on the environment will that grow. So if we know that God speaks and God is spirit, then that means God's spirit speaks. And that is likened to a seed. Oh, that's interesting. The same way like a mustard seed. You know, as as small as it is, it can move mountains. So it's a spiritual spiritual seed that we were are open if we want to be open to that then it can grow its roots because then the roots will go to the source the living water 
and then Jesus described himself as the divine. It's interesting. Yeah, so you're going back to um, everything that was made was made first in, through him in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. I don't think this this is a right verse, but this is <clears throat> excuse me connecting to that verse in John one three. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Mm-hmm. But it just it's something you you said right now just clicked for me as far as um, things happening in the in the spiritual. You're all happy. Good <laughs> <Hilarious. morning. laughs> no, but um, so like you're saying, yeah. So so you're we're fighting not against flesh and blood. We're fighting against these authorities, right, of the air, spiritual powers. Because what it made, I don't know, it just came to mind right now was so when they were in the garden, because you know how he still alluded to that somewhat about. But Julie's question was Cain and Abel able to see God versus mm-hmm. do we think that Adam and Eve saw God? So right. I don't know, it, just, it just came to mind like I wonder if in the garden Adam and Eve were able to see angels and demons or angels and the fallen angels mm-hmm. because <laughs> I, I mean I just I don't know because like like before, I I used to believe that um, in the story of Balaam, it says that the angel opened up the jaw of the donkey, and that Balaam was was hitting the donkey in order to move forward, but the donkey was able to see that there was an angel before him, and that the angel was going to strike down both the donkey and Balaam, and that when he when they, excuse me. <clears throat> When the angel opened up the donkey's jaw or mouth, the donkey was able to communicate that to Balaam. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just like because before I would th- I would have thought I would have imagined that all of the animals spoke in the Garden of Eden. That's why Eve and Eve nor Adam were they, none of them were either either of them were uh, neither of them were freaked out or surprised or shocked. Like it doesn't say like. And the woman became startled because the snake opened up his mouth and spoke. It doesn't like right, yeah. It doesn't give yeah. us any of that. So I wonder if, like, that was normal, or like I said, they had spiritual eyes and they knew who Satan was. He was, at that point, um, maybe not in detail, but they maybe they understood that he was an adversary of God. Yeah, because it doesn't say. I'm just speculating, but yeah, it's it's hard to know, right? I mean, it definitely it definitely doesn't gets into it in Revelation when it talks about the the dragon trying to devour the the woman, right? Who's pregnant, but then it talks about how because I know Alisa has brought it up, and I think I've seen it where like you know the 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 stars that were cast down. It was in Ezekiel, wasn't it? Not that it was like a, a like almost like a shooting star. Yeah. So then, in in if we bring in the context of like time and space, that things can happen. It's hard to know the timeline of it, everything because obviously we're 
we can't track everything down to the specific, you know, minute, but there's got to be something to the point of, so if, if Satan was in the garden and meaning the Antichrist, yeah. then because that's, that's the, the spiritual world, meaning that they exist in the same realm, maybe like a lower, a lower realm, but there was no hell though. There was no shoal yet. Right. Not until, no, not until there was, there was that casting out. I don't think there was hell until death took place. The first death, maybe with. Abel. Cause yeah. Cause I know a lot of the, yeah. Cause I know a lot of the commentary as far as hell is that hell some people believe because you know how you, the whole notion of heaven being above and hell being below mm-hmm. so the implication is that hell is like within the earth uh, and that's just what i've like i heard i know there's more detail to it more to get into with that but it does um, say it in in the story of Cain and Abel that the earth the ground swallowed right the the what was it the earth cried out let's go to it was it genesis 2 or 3 oh. i believe that's 3 well 4 at this point yeah i know we're on 4 yeah okay so let's see where's your brother am i my brother's keeper i just love that question It's almost like he's in denial. Like he knew the answer. He knows that's the answer. He knows he is his brother's keeper, which which is which which goes into if you think about, you know, honor thy mother. No, well, in a sense, right? To honor thy mother and thy father is to honor each other. To look after your siblings. Yeah, in that way. That's interesting. Uh, So it says um, in ten. Genesis 4, uh, verse 10, he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. And then 11 goes into, Now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. 12, when you cultivate the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. Oh, this is all in NASB. Um, you will be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth or a vagabond and a fugitive. So it, it says the ground opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood. Yeah. Okay. So your brother's blood, which is interesting. If you think about. It's almost like he became a, a negative sacrifice. Yeah. Like we're in debt. We're, we're in debt now. We're in debt to, to Satan's design. It, that was the first, yeah, could it be said that that was the first uh, form of pollution? Like, oh. I don't know, just trying to. to no, but that. then, then remember how I said last time we were video conferencing about how like Adam and Eve defiling the tree was a form of like taking away from nature or. Uh, corrupting nature, so to speak, because that was the nature's intention. 
yeah there's a balance there's a certain equal equal um equilibrium that happens between ourselves and nature and that was violated from the beginning as well in a lot of ways and yeah when we think about the for deforestation and we think about like even now with so much abundance that we have in the u.s and how it's so like defiled and you know there's this overconsumption we talk about like living within our means adam and eve had plenty and they decided not to live within their means if if you want to say it that way and so they decided to be very greedy or eve rather decided to be greedy about what they had and 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 instead of saying instead of seeing abundance i think we had the discussion in bible study before about like instead of seeing all the abundance that they had they still wanted more there was no gratitude and thanksgiving can can we say that they had the 99 percent and not the one percent and they wanted the one percent and now that's been flipped on its head and now we only have the one percent and we want to get back to the 99 hmm. i don't know just a thought because i right because it's like why are we fighting so much for like there's just so many causes now right i mean i'm, I'm sure not all of world history has been this way, but we can definitely see it in something like Cain creating a city, the Tower of Babel and whatnot. Like this, like Elisa was alluding to the reliance on technology. Where it's like we're trying to get back to what we had in the Garden of Eden. We're trying to, to replicate it, but we're doing it through leaning on our own understanding. We're looking for comfort and security where it can't be found. Correct. It can only be found in nature in obedience to God's word, God's spirit. What is it? To be in faith to God's spirit, in spirit and truth. Right. And what was it? Nakedness. There was this nakedness. So there was, isn't there going to be a covering, right? We're going to have, where was it? Isn't there some covering that happens in New Testament? Or be clothed again, or or something to so that. Having, we're gonna have our our heavenly body. I can't remember. Um, it's something to that effect, but like, there's this interesting. It's funny how you can never. It's true. You can never get away from Genesis. Everything. I think. I think. I really do like. I think to me, like Genesis is or the Old Testament's really fascinating. Because it just, it just, it just, in the New Testament, like that. You see that? I think you're, you're really into the fire and brimstone coming out of the sky. Let's go for it, man. <laughs> it's a little chilly in here. Funny. Oh, yeah, by the way. We're on with the recording. I know. Yeah, I could see it on the. Oh, you can see it? Oh, I was yeah. trying to be secretive. Dang. Well, you could, Zoom doesn't let Sneaky Gabe come into the picture. Not today. <laughs> I was trying to get the hot mic. Go to Project Veritas. You heard what Lee said? What is it? Take heed that he may not have dis deceived in Luke. Oh, yeah. I had written these, these down. That was really cool. So in 2 Timothy, 
Timothy 3 and King James, it says, then the last days perilous times shall come. And then in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, and King James says, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. And then, um, yeah, so it's like, oh, and then I write, I wrote one in my, in my folder. Gosh, here we go. Look at me, I'm prepared. Look at me, I got three different notebooks up in here. I think I mentioned this one to you too, Second Timothy 3, so in that same one. It says right here, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconceivable, malicious, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, avoid such men as these. Remember, I think we talked about this before, actually. But to me, it's like, oh, well, if you look at Instagram and TikTok and celebrity and there's there's all this political divisiveness, there's hate, there's arrogance, there's love for money, whether that's your, you know, uh, a millionaire or not, you know, there's still that love for money. There's still that yearning for finances to be what saves us and it's it's i was watching that video from that youtube channel jason a i don't know if you ever get a chance to look at that yeah. but yeah i did today or the recent upload was about how all of these ceos you know linkedin um, disney uh, google you name it boeing all their ceos are stepping down from one reason or the other and I think it's been like the most in 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 a month at least. And last year was like a record, and this year is supposed to be another record. And then we have this financial um, breakdown in the U.S. economy with the coronavirus and and all these you know insufficiencies and all these lack of resources. So it's just so crazy because you you start to see all these characteristics characteristics really boil up to the to the surface you know people are, are very arrogant they're not they're not operating humility you know what is it um for the love of money is the root of all evil of all for kinds love, of evil all kinds of evil again so you have that that happens and it's 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 always that conversation around like what can we do to give people money and who is the who is the what is the mechanism by which people get money? Is it through their own labor or is it through the labor of others essentially? Yeah. That's funny you mentioned that. Like people wanting to be financially covered, I guess. And um I was listening to uh, a political or economic uh podcast today. And they were saying that they were saying a lot of people are trying to compare our current time to World War II coming out of the Great Depression and how, you know, everybody had this like, well, we're all going to, we're all, we're all going to get through this together and, um, you know, we're going to help each other out and all that. And they're like, but I was actually a much different culture. Like mm -hmm. the culture was way different. Like nobody, um, 
the culture wasn't about debt. It wasn't about greed. It wasn't about covetousness. Like not even the, not even the government was in, in debt the way we're in debt right now. And the understanding back then was like, yeah, like bars are going to close, restaurants are going to close, like different businesses and a lot of like textile and like um, even like clothing became really expensive because a lot of these companies were making uniforms for the, for the, for the troops and what have you. But like, but everybody adjusted accordingly and everybody at that time was a, the culture was about being uh, frugal because they were coming out of the depression. So a lot of them, they saved, a lot of people saved money. Like credit wasn't as dependent on, it wasn't as relied on like it is today. Mm-hmm. Like people, people understood, like, like I said, people that were like, um, like restaurant owners or barkeeps or what have you, like they actually adjusted for what was that what was needed at the time. It makes sense, like, um, I forget what station was, was interviewing a cafe in Los Angeles, like a local cafe that after all, like, this this, uh, this lockdown happened from uh, Mayor Garcetti, that they realized, like, they had to come to the aid of the community. And so what the, what the restaurant owner did was he converted his restaurant into, like, a mini mart. Hmm. So it's literally like an indoor farmer's market and there's fruits and vegetables and like toilet paper and there's hand sanitizer. So he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't want my employees to, you know, be without a job. And, and I know the community needs these supplies and this grocery and whatever. And so I'm like, that guy is like, he's a solution to the problem. He's not, out there wanting people to feel bad for him and he's not mm-hmm. like oh well i hope i hope trump and and the state are gonna help me out i hope they're gonna send me my check because i have these bills to pay it's like no he's actually like being part of the solution right he's he's depending on his own the fruit of his labor correct and and the support of the community which that's it's you know there's always every year i forget what month it is or it's a saturday it's always you know shop small business saturday or something to that small business saturday i think that's uh i think that's the day after black friday that uh, yeah i think that sounds right so that's yeah it's still late in the year but you see a lot of push now about shop you know go to your local restaurants your local um grocery stores you know support those businesses because they're going to be hit the hardest and you know i'm 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 hoping that that's what will happen from now on out yeah and it's like because again remember how i mentioned how the argument was like oh well look at all the shortages look at what what the, the fallout of capitalism is that there are these shortages right grocery stores and what have you and then how I was mentioning to him, like, I think it shows the buying power of capitalism and how we're clearing out these shelves and how, like, it's taken, what, like, two or three weeks for the stores to be able to, to look a little bit normal, like, back to normal. Like, today I went to, to uh, Trader Joe's, and it actually looked, like, decent. It wasn't, like, completely, the shelves weren't completely full, but it looked a lot better than it did before in the last week and a half. But, um... What was I going to say? 
something okay. in, ingenious, um, riveting. That no, um, no, yeah, I just, I just think like, I think people are being more business minded, business conscious, financially conscious. Because even like, I don't know if you've like seen ads or whatnot. Like, I mean, I guess because of my line of work, but all these commercials that are coming on on TV when when it mentions um, automakers, like mm. every single brand that I'm seeing, like they're all they're all sent, they're all telling their customers that if you bought a Subaru or you bought a Ford or a Chevy within the last however long, like if you're one of our customers, like, like they're, ex- they're helping people extend their, their payments, their, their car loan payments. And I'm like, Hey, like they're trying to be, um, a solution, whatever, you know, whether, whether or not that's like the best method to take, it's just, it's interesting. Like, like people are, People are really, yeah, they're really having to hunker down. They're really having to um, think through, right, what what really matters at this point. And some people having to learn to sacrifice and some people having to learn to, you know, live within their means. Or even below at this point. Or even point. below, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at such a surplus. We're such, uh, I mean, the criticism is... is is accurate in that we're a consumer society and that we indulge ourselves and, you know, the fast food chains are supersizing, you know, supersize me and the smalls are the largest and (laughs) you can't get anything smaller than a medium anymore. And, you know, there is a huge crisis around, you know, obesity and our health as a society. It's just like, we're we're physically not even agile enough to like deal with the daily trials that we are going to face in this, you know, especially right now. So it's like when, you know, you think about, it's funny, it's kind of, you know, people might not be happy with this, but you think about the, you know, too big to fail when that's not true. We know that we know that, you know, I forget the principle, but basically like, you know, once something becomes too big, it just, it's going to collapse on its own weight. <laughs> so if you think about how like small businesses are the backbone of our economy, the smaller it is, the more agile and nimble it can be in whatever circumstance it finds itself in and the less overhead, the less cost, the less, you know, and probably more efficient and effective it is at delivering or providing whatever it is that they're doing services or products. So if you think about like in parallel to us being the temple where God's or God's spirit dwells within us and the inner man. So it's almost like we are that business. So the, the more, you know, lean we are, the more nimble and agile and adaptive we can be in our environment in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. I don't know why I said the God spirit that dwells in us, but like, just how it's kind of like, you know, that, that people, people talk about that, that gut feeling. So it's like that same idea, like almost as though if I'm trying to connect this with the fasting, cause I know at least Pastor Elisa wanted us to fast and pray. So it's in, in being able to control our own drive for hunger 
we're we're connecting to that spiritual spiritual drive for for the for the word for the um what is it man shall not eat by bread alone but, but by every word that preceded out of the out of the mouth of god so it's like when you are heavier set you can't control that hunger drive but if we're able to fast and be lean we can control that hunger drive a little bit better we don't get as hangry as at least I've, I've noticed that for myself. So if we're looking at that same way as a business, if you get bigger, you're hungrier, you're, you draw, you're driven for like those more profits, profit. more profit. You're not, you're not worried about the consequences or the, you know, unforeseen, unforeseen consequences more accurately. I think in that same way, that was a really long thread, but no. Yeah. Um, Cause it, cause then it goes into like what it goes into the idea of, for example, tithing. So like if, if companies, big companies, if they had that concept down as far as like avoid debt, tithe and, and save, like the like people are talking right now, like, Oh, we have to fly because the airline industry is going to hurt. Boeing's going to get hurt. You're saying like it's going to be too big to fail when the reality is like that might be true. That might, there might be some airlines, there might be some um, jet manufacturers that hurt right now. But at the same time, it's like that's why when the, when the, when it's, when you're in good times, that's why you plan for a rainy day. Mm. You're saying that's why you stay lean as a company. That's why I like, yeah, that's why people feel like they're being taken advantage of by these big companies, you know, that they're the ones that were like, well, they're trying to cram in as many people as they can. That's why, you know, the, the seats were a lot more comfortable 20 years ago versus today because they tried to fit in 20 extra seats. I wouldn't know. Yeah. But like you're saying, like when we scale back, when we, take into account the the aspect of giving the aspect of being grateful it's going to prepare us for whatever lies ahead so that because we know what it's like being in the good times we know that we can make it you know if i had less would i still be able to make it i think that's kind of the idea like you're saying with fasting what it's what's fasting you're right like it's making you less hangry it's making you realize that our our daily life shouldn't revolve around our eating schedule or the things that we eat but it should be revolved revolved around um going back to the spiritual versus physical you know we have to realize like we have to um, live not just on bread alone but on every word that comes out of the mouth of god like that's what like we're learning it right now, right? I know for myself, like I'm learning that right now through through this uh, pandemic that I could hear, you know, I could hear the news all day. And like when I get home from work, I'm just like really tense. I'm really like wound up, you know. Mm-hmm. But if, if, I, if I balance that, you know, the news, because I don't want to be ignorant either. Like if I balance out the news with, preaching or a sermon or a podcast, you know, relative to, to 
the word of God or lesson or what have you, or even like just um, listening to the audio of, of, of the Bible. What is it? The uh, spoken word, the Bible. The Bible is proper name right now. Yeah. <laughs> like just that alone is like, yeah, that's going to actually, that's going to sustain me a lot more than being caught up on what the news is saying every hour. Or you can go to iTunes or Spotify and look up Gabriel Lee at the crossroads. Hashtag video conferencing. <laughs> and on YouTube. Subscribe. And on YouTube. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that that's true. Yeah, like, I just, like, at least so, as I was mentioning recently, like the, the whole concept of hitting the reset button or the reboot, fasting definitely does that. Fasting definitely puts things in perspective where like i said where it's like oh yeah my day my daily life my day doesn't have to be doesn't have to revolve around my eating schedule or what am i going to have you know to eat today or it's like you're suppressing that you're suppressing that need or you're suppressing that idea that this need is far more far beyond my other needs far more important than my other needs and it's it's just letting us uh, think it through or giving us a reminder that yeah, there's a lot more to life than just um, what I have to eat for today, which is important. But right, like just like everything else that we're seeing right now, we're realizing what what are our needs versus how many luxuries we actually have. You know, what's it between a need and a want? Right, wasn't it in our conversations, or maybe I heard it elsewhere, where we realized, like, or we came to the conclusion that we're being brought down so many different levels where now it's like, cause we're, everyone's concerned about the homeless, but it's like the homeless have been in this condition for forever. The poor have been poor for forever. Like it's like, it's like, a um, the Batman trilogy with Bane. I was born in the darkness. Right. Right. Like the homeless <laughs> people, they're always struggling. They're always, yeah. you know, fighting for the next meal or, or whatever. And, and that's one of the things that like I realized yesterday I was looking at like the number of cases per country and whatnot. And one of the things that stood out, I'm like, this pandemic is a first world problem. Mm-hmm. Cause if you look at a lot of these countries in South America, Central America, Africa, like they're not really, they're not being slaughtered like how these other countries are. You know, I know, I'm sure they're feeling it, but maybe it's because of the air travel, maybe because, you know, a lot of these places aren't necessarily like a business, they're not business oriented or it's not an international, you know, vacation hotspot or what or whatnot. Like they're not, they're not being, they're not really feeling this the way everyone else is. Yeah. They're not impacted. No. There's no. So that's I mean, why. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, yeah, a lot of these people—they, str- <clears throat> excuse me—they struggle on a daily basis. You know, trying to figure out what they're going to drink. Philippines, right? They're going to—they're—they're they're, part of their daily life is figuring out what they're going to eat, figuring out where they're going to get their clean water from. And so, when something like this happens, like we're—I just—that came to mind. Like we're being brought down to their level of like basic basic necessities 
and even in that sense, I mean, I mean, I guess you could consider toilet paper a basic necessity. Like hand sanitizers, I, like I bet you the other, the rest of the world doesn't really know what hand sanitizers are, or like bottled water. Bottled water. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I like I thought about it too. I know if other people have said it. I'm like, what did we do 20 years ago without bottled water? We didn't you always gotta, have bottled water. You got a cup. Are you trying to get out of the faucet? When did hand sanitizers become a thing? We never, you know, I don't remember hand sanitizers growing up. No, not until maybe like high school or college. Yeah, right. Or, or even like disinfectant wipe. When did that become a thing? I can't remember. Lysol they spray. Were dirty. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's why we were tougher, better immune system. What's what's it's what's needed necessary. <laughs> Monica's brother, my brother-in-law. I forgot some candy that dropped on the floor, and he's like, "Ah," eh. he just ate it. He's like, "It's good for you. <laughs> Builds your immune system." What's that? What's that old like school, like playground rhyme or saying? God made dirt, so dirt don't hurt. Oh, yeah. I thought I was gonna go somewhere else. Oh no, I, uh, I'm not in tune with all that SJWBC stuff. Sorry. Gotta get in. Gotta get in. <laughs> gotta get in the now and the who. <laughs> God made dirt, so it don't hurt. Dirt don't hurt. Mm. Dirt don't hurt. Well, when it's in your eye, it hurts pretty bad. Just put lemon on it. Or if you get a a, a scrape and then there's some sand. No, no, don't put lemon on it. That's bad. I mean, it's all right. You'll that's, survive. That's bad, okay? Okay. Gosh, man. There's so much, there's, there's, there's so much interesting tidbits. and It's an exciting time to be alive, is it not? I have to say, though, it's, it's definitely made, I don't know if it's made me more adaptive, but it's definitely brought, oh, Okay, so let me say this real quick. I think it's 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 highlighted my my personality more because I keep you know I mentioned earlier that I'm like let's just, let's get the economy going, let's open businesses, let's get people back to work, let's go. Yeah. And you know, I think I mentioned this before, but how Monica's like, yeah, like you're always you always got to do something, you always got to be somewhere, you always got to stay busy, you know. And it's true. And I think being put in the place of like, okay, stop. Like, I'm like, okay, but now what, you know, stop for how long and what can I do next? And I think that's why for me and thinking about like how we operate and and how we want to continue putting, you know, material or what is it called? Not material, but like keep putting Content. content out there is like, you know, yeah, we can start at once a week, but you know, that's why I keep like saying, oh, well, let's do this and let's do that. Like, let's do all these different things. And, yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna. And it is, it's just like me. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> no, it, I mean, we were what? When we had our meeting about um, 
expanding our content that was what like a week before all this like really hit the u.s mm-hmm. oh, crazy it just happened so fast like i was telling i was telling grace i'm like kobe passing away in late january to me feels like that was years ago yeah like it doesn't even feel like oh it's almost gonna be two months ago it's like no <laughs> there's so much that has happened in the world that it's like dude that feels like forever ago you kidding me impeachment was in january well have you seen the <laughs> have you seen those memes about how like january 2020 it was war and then i think february it was impeachment mm-hmm. and then now march it's a coronavirus pandemic it's like yeah like every every month it's getting crazier i'm still waiting for world war 3 could you imagine if a war broke out right now? Come on. That'd be exciting. Let's go. Give, give me my... What is it? What does he... Uh, what does he say? What does Joe Biden call it? Uh, M, M15? Yeah. M20? An old, an old issue of a, of a military rifle. But yeah. Is that what it was? Oh, okay. So he was that far off. Yeah. Yeah. Let Joe let me go to war, Rogan. <laughs> Joe would love it out there. He he would jujitsu everybody and pickbox them all to death. Joe, I can't wait to go to war and, and put on my my taekwondo kicks on other people, Rogan. Joe, can you pull that sucker up closer to your fist from your face, Rogan? He's gonna be trying to get somewhere on a map. Jamie, can you pull up? Pull it up. Pull up that map. Yes, <laughs> I have him right there with him, dude. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah, like it's just like it's like it's like this and like like that. I I can't stand that, and I'm doing it right now. Can you believe that? Unacceptable. I'm gonna look back. People, at the- dude, people have. People have no idea, like, like when people tell me their feedback on the podcast, and I tell them, like, you have no idea what it's like being recorded and having to think on the spot. Like, you think, like, oh yeah, like you hear you hear us, talk, you know, talk, and you're like, oh yeah, I know what exactly we're talking about. I can't believe they can't remember or they don't realize the name of the person or or whatever. And I'm like, you have no idea. Just try this. Try and record yourself talking to somebody else having a conversation and different ideas and topics come up and your, your head's like scrambling like your marbles are like trying to get into place like oh, i know we talked about this or i know we mentioned it i just can't remember the name of the person in the interview or, or whatnot do you still get feedback like in the last week or so probably not uh, uh the last time i got feedback maybe a week ago like they were just they just told me they were in the middle of hearing I think it was us and Jacob. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. That's what they're that's what they're listening to. The beginning was great. Oh yeah, that intro. I couldn't have written it better myself. <laughs> I just I think that's that's gotta be it. It's you know, I know you mentioned I know we mentioned like, oh, how to keep it natural and playful and 
you know, you want to throw in the humor and all that. Because that's what it's all about. It's just, we're here to have a conversation and it doesn't have to be in this like NPR style. You know, you're like talking soft. Today, we're going to discuss the coronavirus pandemic, also known as COVID-19. Also known as not China virus, Chinese virus. It's offensive to say Chinese virus. The more I think about those sort of things, it's, 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 it's a little, it's a little condescending, you know, it's like, there are people dying and we're, we're arguing over what to call it. Like, call it whatever you want. Like, who cares what other people call it? You know, know, and, and you know, it's funny for me. Yeah. Like along those same terms, along those same lines. I can't help but still react the way I'm reacting to it. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, the media is freaking out. Like, they're making me freak out. And, like, this is so horrible. And then I drive by a Starbucks, and the line, the drive through line is, like, super packed. Like, can it really be that bad if people are, like, waiting, you know, 20, 25 minutes for their Starbucks? For their frap, mocha frap with extra whipped cream and some hazel on the top and a little sprinkle. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm like... It can't be that bad, right? Like, we still have these luxuries. Yep. Yeah. It's a small luxury. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, oh, my God, there's no toilet paper at Costco. And then there's, like, people, you know. Still In line. Salad. Yeah. I can't wait to go to Costco and just be able to buy some big boys, some toilet paper. Walk in. It's just there. When they turn off the limits, you're going to be like, give me five of those. <laughs> I'm going to be order. <laughs> <laughs> like, the next one's coming. I don't trust China. You're going to be like that weird. Like, oh, this guy's a weird, like, Republican. <laughs> weird conservative with his weird, you know, conspiracy theories. As soon as, yeah, as soon as things die down, like, all of a sudden, it just, shoot, you're that person. You were that person two months ago. You're going you're gonna to order a pallet worth of uh, hand sanitizer and Lysol spray. <laughs> I like. I think of like um, like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, like talking in that voice. You know, remember that movie? It the first one. <sighs> what was it? Well, I think what was the like, line. What was the line? I don't know. All righty then. Yeah, kind of just like the way he says it, like, all righty then, Bubba be tuna. I'm just thinking, like, you never know. Just got to be careful. Uh, he he was really good. He was brilliant. I know. He, I sent you that. Great. I sent you that post recently, and you're like, oh, he's he's lost his mind. Yeah, he went a little too far, like, new, that new age stuff, that, like, spiritual, like, and there we go again with the likes. The like likes. This, like this video if you enjoy the content that we put out for you. Or dislike. I don't it doesn't really matter. Yeah, he, he he's a painter though. I know that. I know he likes the paints, but Oh, he has those weird canvases, right? Yeah, yeah. He just he's just a little too a little too uh new age for me. It's funny because like even before I got into scriptures, like I was always very wary of that kind of stuff it just seemed 
didn't 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 I didn't connect to it at all. I didn't see any value in it. That's for sure. It's kind of easy to see it if you if you have the eyes to see. And I got the couple of eyes right here. How? <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, we got a couple of uh um blankets, so you know once we get some studio stuff going, we got the soundproof stuff happening already. Oh nice. It's in the it's in the work. Everything's in the works, okay? Everything. Is that gonna be for the for the table or the actual like walls? Probably table, maybe the floor. Yeah. I think ever since I started looking at all these like YouTubers and they get into all the sound and the lights, like the lights right here, but you can see the shadow, you know, I started thinking of all these different things and they use like that boom mic, you know, that like, the long one. That's all we, that's all we need to get. We get two of those, maybe three. Yeah. Maybe even like three, we can boom everything. We got cat, we got the GoPro, we just boom it. But then we need like the mixer and all the fancy stuff, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. I think so. I just get so caught up in these things. I can't help it. Well, yeah. I mean, like I told you today when I was looking up how to record a phone call, mm -hmm. I yeah. was like, oh, that interface is like a whole new world. You're like, I want to play. Yeah. You just start want to play with these things. That's the thing. Like you want to, you just want to have it in your hands. You just want to like start putting together these things. And it's like, you see you see them with their studios and it's like all the things are rigged up and they got all the different fancy things like even rogan's um you know studio with their four cameras or however many they have and they got their mics all like nice you know it's like there you go there you go we got the likes point is <laughs> point is yeah we gotta start somewhere we gotta start small I think that's that's been the biggest uh, learning, the biggest emphasis that I know I got from Miguel. It's been really fun to 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 get an inside look into his, the way he operates and and how he puts together things and what he thinks about and how that's going to look to the end user or not the end user necessarily, but the viewers. And so that's been really cool. How to put together content. Yeah, makes sense. So I think, you know, if I can be a, a help to him in any way and then through that experience, you know, take what I can to to use for any application, that'd be awesome. You know, it's like there's just something there's something cool happening here. Mm -hmm. We're all we're all becoming like content creators in different ways. Yeah. Now, if we can just create an LLC here, now that's the that's the goal. I think eventually, because then we can be uh, real drivers in the content creation and support others that are, you know, the same that we were. I don't know why I think about these things. What's wrong with me? Why can't I just enjoy the conversation? There's, I mean. There's a lot to enjoy right now, right? A lot to think about. A lot of time. Yes, there's a lot of time. What time is it? 
just time. Oh, I just meant like just time. What time is it? It's just time. It's time. <laughs> what time is it? It's just time. What is it? What does it matter? I've been having dreams. I had dream some dreams last night, the night before. We'll see if we have some tonight. I mean me, not we. There's, I was going to say, there's plenty of uh, stuff going around right now in the world. Enough content for your mind to play tricks on you. Uh, um, I'm almost done with volume two. That reminds me. Oh, yeah? I want to get some reading of that tonight. It's just... It's all there. If you want to know what happens when you allow for socialism and then that inevitably... Yeah. Inevitably, 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 inevitably leads to communism, and then that leads to complete and utter destruction. Well, that's that's what I mean, right? Can like this whole pandemic, we can blame communism on it. Yeah, because their government just let it get out of hand, and they try to lie about it. They try to hide it. They didn't know how to, you know, contain it other than putting people in jail. Stricter did. Yeah. That's why I sent you guys, you and Elisa, I sent you guys the, the China Uncensored video about how Taiwan bought it and that they only had like 60 some odd cases. Dude, that video, like, it was like, oh, let me feel again. Hold on, let me start over. That video, to me, was a little depressing in that it was so just, they just got it together and we're all you know, using their their minds. And then, you know, they bowed to each other saying hello. They didn't, they didn't touch hands. They didn't get close to each other. They put a limit on the mass. They started producing those at a higher volume. Like, why couldn't we have done that? Well, they had a, they had like a practice run a few years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was in the video too that they had actually had protocols. Like, like similarly, I know South Korea did too, but there was that one patient, was it patient 31 that didn't follow orders? She was supposed to be self quarantined and that they blame her for like, I guess, like 81% of the outbreak. Oh, with, with, oh, in South Korea. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I think they, they have, they have a, uh, they have a response team to these pandemics, these outbreaks. Mm. What are we doing, in U.S.? Well, I mean, I think we're a little distracted for the first month on some other things that are happening. Yeah. So that isn't. Yeah, because I know uh, the same guy, Chris Chapel, the guy, this the China censored guy. He had, or was it him or somebody else? They were calling out who, and uh, yeah, not necessarily the CDC, but who. I guess who was trying to downplay it too, and that they were saying no. You, they they were saying uh, China indicates that it's not transmitted from person to person contact, and so they yeah they were really like downplaying the whole thing early on. So yeah, that was an interesting part of the video about how. Basically, it was a Taiwan that's not allowed to be part of the World, World, uh, right. World Health Organization because they're China. not rec- or they're not recognized or something. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't 
they couldn't play any part in, in preventing, like helping people to be more aware of what was going on. Right, and that's just another form of suppressing truth, right, or suppressing media, suppressing um, people's rights, so to speak. It's crazy if, when when you think about how the whole Hong Kong protest that was happening, like who even knows what's going on with that now at that at this point. And yeah. was that one GM, the Rockets, when he said, hey, like, you know, I stand with Hong Kong. And stand then, with Hong Kong. Daryl Morey. And then all of a sudden, all, you know, there's this whole debate or conversation in the NBA about, oh, no, we support China because obviously China, there's money there. The answer to China. And the answer to China. And then you have um, movies that are made differently for China. For China and because all the censorship that happens over there. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, right. And that was, wasn't that what the the South Park episode was about? Disney and NBA, oh, yeah. NBA and different, yeah. different organizations, corporations that essentially they just bow down to China. And they let China get away with it or don't. But yeah, I think somebody was mentioning, uh, was it Hollywood? That it's been a while since a movie like a big Hollywood production movie actually portrayed the Chinese government or the Chinese in a bad light. Mm-hmm. So I believe it's just it. another, it's another one of them. I remember reading last year, I forget when that Chinese investors were buying properties in like Chicago or, or Michigan, wherever it was, where, you know, I think it was Michigan specifically buying real estate or whatever and like uh, i've been hearing how like even how irvine they 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 buy these homes and don't even really use them they just have them just kind of like offshore their fun their their money over here basically yeah they do that uh, a lot of the citizens do that because if they pour their money into the u.s then the ccp there's no way for them to extract anything from it the Chinese Communist Party? Yeah. Or as I like to say, the chocolate creme brulee. <laughs> like, yeah, that. Just got to be careful with these things. Don't want to misinform the viewers. No, not at all. Well, Lee, it's just about to be nine. Yeah, it is. Where do you have to be? Uh, probably uh, sitting next to my wife. Something to that effect. Sitting next to the missus. My wife? That's how, I like how Bill Burr says it. I went to the store with my wife. <laughs> he is brutal. I like him, though. Yeah. He's different. But all of us are different in our own ways. I will say though, I think I like this a lot. Yeah, the whole the whole Zoom thing. I like a Zoom. Remember that movie yeah. on Disney? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom, boom. Zena, whatever. Zena. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Well, it's okay because we got Google, and we'll just Google the stuff. Google the Lord, the 
the all-powerful Google that controls our lives and everything we do and know. Yeah. Scary. That is kind of scary. You think about Facebook, Google, Amazon, Apple, Disney. They're all fighting to, I would imagine, to some extent, fighting to get more control, more power. But Amazon, it's... They used to sell books, and that's still, I used to use it mostly for books. Probably like 90% of the stuff I buy from them is books. So, keeping old school, man. That's what I do. That's what I do. I don't know what you do, but I'm watching you. Do the that's screen. very, that's very uh, authoritative, but <laughs> authoritarian. You know, I gotta keep people in check. Big big brother is out to get you. It's all it is is these cameras right here. Boom, it's on. Right? I cover my camera with this. I put it right over. Yeah, I think I mostly might for my laptop anyway. I've always had a, like a tape or a sticker on there or something, and then when we started doing those Zoom conferences, I took it off and I totally forgot. Like, I totally forgot about it. Yeah, this thing is kind of losing stickiness. Adhesive. Yeah. Right, what a what a what a strange time. It's um crazy world. It's odd. It's coming at us. Ha! Ah, it's coming at us. One hundred. I know. I gotta be uh, diligent and. Making sure that I'm taking care of, because I mean, job security right now for a lot of people is up in the air. So, yeah, that's that's definitely top of mind for for me. At least top five of the things I'm thinking about right now. Just gotta be prepared. You gotta stock up. You gotta do all the things. You gotta use the hands. Show what you're doing. All right, sir. It was fun. It was fun. It's always fun. It's always a good time, man. Yes. I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing. And the rest will take care of itself. I agree. I'm glad you said that, Leo. Thank you for reminding me. That's right. It's, it's 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 all about a balance. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for another episode. There, I don't know what else to say, but this is what twenty so, one. This would be considered twenty one, although on YouTube, because I don't know how I'm gonna do the sound on this. Mm. On YouTube, I mean, I can put this up straight up on YouTube, just upload it and forget about it. So I'll figure that part out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, at least we've we've done twenty nineteen twenty audio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, all right, I'm Gabriel. You're Lee. At the crossroads, we're over here at the crossing of the roads. A different type of road. It's a very different type of road. It's a virtual. Very road. different. A very different type of cross. Not really, but the road part, yes. Mm-hmm.
Yes, sir. All right, man. All right. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Good night. Wash your hands. I've been touching my face. Yeah, that that's still a hard habit. I've gotten better, but that's still yeah a harder habit to get rid of. It's just unfortunately. That's what these tools are for. <laughs> Alrighty, sir. All right. Have a good night. Good night.